The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. All right, here we are once again with... Reba Hass of Team Reba and Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. Yes, welcome to this week's edition of Open House. So we've got uh, a lot of things we want to talk about. The promos that we're running for our show this week were all about the things we're actually not supposed to talk about. Kind of fun. Let's have a show and talk about what we can't talk about. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't do that. You can't talk to me about that. Sorry, that's taboo. We're not talking about those uh, seven words you're not allowed to say on radio with George Carlin, are you? Oh, good gosh, no. Although I think a few of those are now allowed. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Plus a few more that have been invented since he did that There's way back in the day. There's definitely been some that have been invented. I think they're probably in the, the latest Webster's. That's right. <laughs> I that's was right. having an argument with somebody about that the other day about one that I was like, just because they stuck it in doesn't mean it was really a real word. It's just <laughs> in there because it's in the, you know, vernacular that's, of people. That's so. absolutely right. Well, we've got a good a good lineup today. Before we uh, get mm-hmm. started, this is a live call-in show, mm-hmm. and we'd love your, uh, your calls with your questions and your feedback or your input. You can reach us toll-free at 1-866-712-1300. That's 866-712-1300. You can also... Um, Twitter us at Team Reba. And if you have a finance related question, you can email me at eric at ericismybanker.com. Just E R I C at ericismybanker.com, just like it sounds. Right. We also have other sites on things like Facebook, too. So if they want to send questions, if you don't get a chance to listen to the show today, but you get a chance to, to listen to it later because we're posting past shows for anyone who does want to go back and listen to previous weeks, uh, our Team Reba at Remax Metro Realty Facebook page does list all of our past shows. So That's right. If you just search Team Reba on Facebook, mm-hmm. you'll be able to, it'll pop right up. Oh, yes, it will. Yeah, we have a lot of content on there, and we've also been uh, boosting a bunch of our posts recently so that they're uh, more easy to find, particularly these shows, because we know there's a lot of good content in them. Excellent. And remember, don't be afraid. No call is dumb when it's talking about real estate or finance especially. 866 well, Although on is, Twitter, your question could just be limited yeah, to 140 well, you know. characters, well, we, we, <laughs> so it we, might sound it funny. It might sound a little weird. <laughs> well, we promise to be gentle, though. It'll sound abbreviated. That's right. That's right. Well, good. Well, why don't we start off, too, with a real quick update on interest rates? Yes, let's do. They're good. How's that? You know, we're, <laughs> we're, we're hanging in there this week. There's been um, a theme in the last month. Yeah, everything is just kind of hanging in there right now. A 30-year mortgage, a, a conventional 30-year mortgage is is still hovering under the 4% range. We're Yay. nationally averaging around 3.86%. 15-year fixed rates are hovering around 3.14%. FHA loans and VA loans are hovering right around 3.5% uh, oh, for 30-year nice. fixed rate. And and for those that are interested in shorter-term loans like adjustable rates, they're under 3% right now still for like a five-year arm where we have a 30-year loan fixed for five years 
rates uh, averaging. Those are great investor loans a lot of times. Yeah, they sure can be. And depending on, on um, overall you know, risk and mm-hmm. you know, investor profile and all of that, sometimes yeah. we can recommend it. We don't always. Don't always. I get, no, it's yep, got to be safe. We want successful homeowners, but, yep. uh, but absolutely, they can, they can definitely work. So the, the outlook on rates still is staying very stable. We're super happy about that. So let me so, ask you something. Yeah. I know we talk about this on the show weekly. Uh, I frequently give uh, a website to a lot of my clients if they want to kind of keep an eye on things yeah. of what the average are. Where, where, where are you getting your information from? Well, sure. And and one one way, which is our, our, um, our station sponsor here at, at 1300 KKOL is Bloomberg. Uh, if you go right into Bloomberg.com, wow, a, really, a, nice hey, a really good... Uh, barometer of mortgage rates is a 10-year treasury bond. So if you're seeing, if you're sort of tracking a 10-year treasury bond, they'll track fairly closely with mortgage rates. It's not perfect. If you want to get more detailed than that, really what what I look at are Fannie Mae mortgage-backed securities. Mm -hmm. And there's a great site that'll give you tracking on that as well, um, which is called mortgagenewsdaily.com. So Ah. Okay. Uh, if you jump in there, these um, are sites that are not the ones I'm providing to my clients. Sure. So this is good to have okay. some other options. There's there's lots of them out there. Even mm-hmm. Yahoo Finance. Uh, I, I like I like all of those. Bloomberg, Yahoo, mm-hmm. but but Mortgage News Daily is is um, a service. I go a, a level deeper with them and subscribe to to real time tracking of the market, so I know you know when to lock and when not to lock. That's I wish you're a um, smart guy. Now I wish that Janet Yellen, the chairman of the Fed, were my customer. I'd then I'd find out when <laughs> when she locks in, I'm locking in my loan too at the same time. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I wonder who is her lender. Yeah, should find I'd out. Like to find that to, out. Yeah. Well, so the site that I've often recommended to folks is the Freddie Mac mortgage market survey because mm-hmm. you sure. can find that online very easily you can bing or google that super fast and absolutely find that site it's a good site one thing to, to keep in, and there's also um bankrate.com bankratemonitor.com bank mm-hmm. yep. one thing about a lot of these sites to keep in mind is that when they're when we're we're um a lot of these sites will will indicate an interest rate but you got to think about what the fees are as well so a lot of those sites mm-hmm. will indicate a rate but with a one percent fee on okay. top of it and so then a customer will come and say, hey, I hear the average is, you know, 3.75, and I'll take that, but I don't want to pay any points for it. Well, it doesn't quite work that way. You always have to look at the rate as well as the fee or the cost to get that rate because every day, every lender has a huge matrix of rates. You can take a rate with no fee, or we call it points, mm-hmm. or you can pay points and get a lower fee and, uh, and, and make your choice. I don't think I realized that about the uh, Freddie Mac site. I thought it was mm. just doing kind of a, a survey of everything that was out there of the different types. I didn't... They are, but, but uh, it's only as good as the information reported by the lenders. Ah, yeah. It used to crack it. me up back, back when, um, remember when we used to get newspapers? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. I used to, I used to up, love reading the newspaper. Get them on my porch. I miss and, it. You know, there, there used to be a section in the Sunday, Sunday Times that had more, uh, a mortgage rate survey. And that one always cracked me up because oh, the folks yeah. that, that put in it, that, nobody realized it was a paid advertisement. Yeah. So you make yeah. your phone ring by putting the most ridiculous rate you possibly could in there and, and made the phone ring. Okay. Can I just say those people have changed from that format into just certain kinds of other ads because I just had a really <laughs> bad experience with a lender that does a lot of 
kind of other advertising. I won't go into it. I don't want to get in trouble. Oh, sure. No, but, uh, it's, um... Me and another agent just bonded over the Seahawks game Monday night after finally closing this transaction with this company that neither of us will ever work with again. Oh, boy. Well, we can't say the name no, on the we air. Never but, say the, I won't yeah, say the name. Uh, no, but I will yeah. definitely never recommend them. Yeah. It's that's, taboo. Yes. Right. That's, we're, we're, good call, Dave. We're, we're, not, we're not supposed to... Um, <laughs> Yeah, we're getting, uh, by the way, listeners, we're getting chatted to um, in, in the background in our ears by our, our producer. Um, David uh, Summers. Yep, David Summers. And David is uh, our master behind the board here. So um, yes. happy to happy to have him on board, keeping us on track, at least uh, <laughs> except for the things that are coming out of our mouths. So anyway, so Outlook is, is great on rates and, uh, and we're, we're looking good on all of that. Awesome, awesome. So let me ask you. Um, we're talking about rates just real quick here. Yeah. Uh, you and I were just discussing how we can go in depth with uh, people outside of even the radio show. We have a class coming up. That's right. Do you want to say where, where and when? Because, well, I know you know when. I know the when. How about you? I'll say the when and you say the where. Yes, um, we actually sure. have two classes coming up. Yes. And those are going to be on Saturday, November 7th. Mm-hmm. So just coming up, what's that, a, you know, about a month from now. Right. You got time to plan. Get yep. it on your calendar. And we, we have two classes that day. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have yep. one that's that's for our, our first sellers. Time buyer. Yeah. We, well, yeah, we're going to do a first time buyer class, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to go into a lot of the things we talk about here on this show. That's right. Uh, we're going to get in depth about credit and we're going to get in depth about lending. And we'll do an overview of you know, the process of, of buying. Oh, that sounds boring. It's not going to be boring. It's never boring. We always end up having people stay after the class. I can't like, we always plan for two hours and the questions are fantastic. And we've had great feedback on that class for years. We have one example where we use some, some just financial tools Mm -hmm. where you can increase your buying power around $80,000 for the same monthly payment or pretty darn close to it. So we, we give you real life strategies on mm-hmm. how to um, make the most competitive bid and also how to to structure your, your financing in a way that gives you the lowest payment or gives you the most bang right. for your buck. Right. And the credit information is phenomenal too, because it doesn't just save you money as you learn how to make sure that you've got the best kind of credit for applying for lending. You don't always have to have perfect credit That's, to do it, of course. No, I mean, you really don't. products like FHA out there. But everyone I've ever talked to about that class and when we've had it, they say that that's not just about buying a house. They're like, man, this is information I have for my life. That's right. That's right. Because your credit score impacts so many other aspects. You know, insurance, your car, you know, car loans, anything. Jobs. Jobs, absolutely. Security clearances. Yep. All types of things are tied to that. So um, I'm, I'm excited that we've got another class on the books because it's been a little while since we've held one. And then uh, the other thing that we're going to be doing that same day, we're going to be holding this at the REMAX Metro office, which is in Seattle down on East Lake Avenue. Yes, it is 2312 East Lake Avenue East. Excellent. In Seattle. And uh, we'll have uh, class information posted on our blog and our Facebook site and all the places that are pertinent for these. We're going to have some ads put together or, or not ads, but events on Facebook and we'll put them out to our social media. What's the price for that class? The big free. Oh boy. Yeah. But that doesn't mean Four letter word. Yeah, that's right. I, you know, but I not taboo. I almost feel like we should charge for it. You know, that gives well, a, we should. We a, use uh, it to, a perception yeah. of value, which there's a lot of value in this class. Sometimes people think there if is. a class is free, it's not worth not worth going to. 
They would and, be mistaken with this yeah, content. Yeah, I've sat in, in a lot of different classes, and, and you know, we put a lot of time and care into making sure this is really mm-hmm. good, useful information. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, if you recall, that's how I met you, was you were teaching classes for Discover You years ago. Man, back a long, long time long, ago. Long, long time that's ago. Right. Let's get that's back in right. the time machine and, and whirl back through space. You know what I taught in, in that class, which is, is kind of interesting, how bunch of rotten crooks a lot of lenders can be um, <laughs> it's really true it was it was i i kind of told people back then how a loan officer could could adjust their rate could adjust oh, their fees right. yes yeah and and, yeah. and make all this money off of an yeah. unsuspecting and thankfully they can't do that borrower. anymore yeah um you know that that's the good news this this class that class is really obsolete at this point yeah uh, because there's been safeguards uh, put into the industry that, that really prevents that from yes. happening there's a few more things i mean there's a few things that can change we might talk about that just a little bit later as we get into some taboos here oh yeah um, yeah and we when, we, when we, we come back, um, we're going to be talking about real estate taboos. Call us with your questions, uh, 866-712-1300. You're listening to uh, Open House with Team Reba and Eric Osnes and Reba Haas. Stay tuned. Open House has open phone lines. Give us a call at 866-712. Now back to Open House with Team Reba. Good afternoon. Welcome back. This is Open House with Team Reba, and this is Eric Osnes. I'm Reba Hass. Join us. We're talking about taboos in real estate, and we love your calls. This is a open open line. Call us in. Yeah, you don't have call to call about a taboo. No. If you have a, just a general question about real estate or mortgage, you can That's do right. that. But if you do have a question about some of the topics of taboos, right. by all means, this please. Is, this is real estate and finance. It's not the love line, though. Let's just be clear about that. <laughs> Well, you can reach us toll free eight six six seven one two. I guess that part's tough. Thirteen hundred. Right? Oops, I made her laugh. All right, yeah, you did. So, Reba, speaking of taboos, so there's things that you are not supposed to talk about uh, when you're dealing with with clients, when you're speaking with clients, working with them, and yeah. and those are the things that people really want to know too. Well. Yeah, I guess they want to know. Uh, what's funny, though, is the taboos that you and I were having in conversation when we discussed putting this this show together was it's the things that a lot of people think they're supposed to be able to talk about with their real estate agent. Right. So it creates a, an odd moment when you're first talking with a prospective client about you know their housing needs is they'll say, you know, some kind of question along the lines of, okay, well, you know, we're moving here from, you know, X area and we want to move into a nice, safe neighborhood with good schools. Right. Where would you recommend? They just broke a whole bunch of rules, didn't they? Well, they're not the ones really breaking the rules. I would be breaking a rule if I answered mm. and if in a specific way. No. Right. All right. So, so yeah, give an example, like uh, schools, for instance. How, mm-hmm. uh, what's, what's the controversy with that? So the controversy around schools is, you know, it's, it, most of all of this falls under fair housing guidelines. Sure. Right. Sure. So fair housing, which uh, came into being, I believe, the, you know, 1968, um, that really was all about giving equal access to all consumers, right? Sure. And, and anyone, any background, right? That's right. And prior to that, uh, it was very common for things called redlining uh, to be happening. That's right. Uh, steering, those things. What they meant is that maybe someone was directing certain folks 
of the public to certain areas oh, and, there were even, and away from others. That's right. There were even covenants in, mm-hmm. in neighborhoods that, yeah. that had restrictions on, on who could buy in those neighborhoods. Correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in fact, actually, it's always kind of interesting even looking at titles for the city of Seattle because many people would be shocked to see that some of those were here. We always think of this as a fairly open-minded town and everything. And, uh, yeah, not so much in the past necessarily. So uh, I've I've read some very interesting things on title reports. Uh, Most people don't look at those, but they they have a ton of interesting uh, historical information in them. But – when it comes to schools, you run into a lot of other issues, though, too. If you're only relying on your real estate professional to tell you what the good schools are, uh, I think you're doing yourself a major disservice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can be what's called the source of the source. You know, sure. The attorney, uh, Annie Fitzsimmons, who's the attorney for the Washington Association of Realtors, is uh, famous for saying that. Till she's blue in the face, you know, be, don't be the source, be the source of the source. Uh, you can provide information, but you cannot provide what is your own interpretation of that okay. information. Got it. Okay. So you have, so, and, and this is really just to protect, to protect yourself as well. It's you know, to protect us, but it's really meant to protect the consumer. Make sure that they're making a, a well-informed decision. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So there nowadays, because, uh, you know, when I got in the business in 2003, the internet was still relatively new. There wasn't that much information out there. Uh, schools have definitely jumped on board and they have you know, web pages for their school districts, for the local schools. There's uh, scoring sites out there. Uh, last week's show, we talked a little bit about even some of those other sites that are out there, like WalkScore. Mm-hmm, right. WalkScore is a tool that you can use to evaluate a neighborhood, and uh, it will have some segments about schools. Uh, Zillow, which is a local homegrown company, uh, they're not an actual real estate site. A lot of people mistake them for actually being about real estate. They're an information aggregation source. Sure, right? They're sure. an aggregator of data. Right. They, mm-hmm. Everything they have is third-party information. So uh, they have on their site links to things such as you know, uh, school reports and um, different companies that do scoring systems. But each one of those programs has their own format for how they interpret a school, sure. right? So, you know, I'm a big fan of, you know, if you're looking at a particular area, do your research online, but also start seeing if you can get access to folks who either work at those schools or people who send their kids to those schools. Sure. Because then sense. you're going to get a little bit more information. I, I mentioned before I had one client um, with a, a child who's autistic, and they were moving here from out of state. And they did a lot of research, and they chose the area where they lived specific to programs that were available for him Sure, that sure. would help with special needs. So uh, there's a lot of information out there. Uh, don't necessarily I – mean, you can ask for help on finding resources because we do actually have them. You know, title companies also have different things like that mm-hmm. available. Uh, I know one of the booklets I give, Relocation Folks, uh, has – the entire Puget Sound region in it and a list of all the schools and hospitals and things of that sure, nature that sure. they can, they can track down. That's right. That's right. What, what about, what about crime? Also a very taboo subject. Yeah. Um, because everyone wants to be, oh, I want to be in a safe neighborhood. Well, first question for me is, well, what constitutes safe? Right. Cause honestly, crime happens everywhere and mm. you can't really get away from it. I don't care what, 
demographic neighborhood you're in, it happens. Uh, I've lived in Seattle a long time, about 30 years, and I've had all kinds of crime happen to me. Oh, you can be in the middle of Puget Sound. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're talking about your I, crab pots. I have my crab pots. Oh, I'm still mad about that. I've had well, you, three crab pots stolen this year, right out of the middle of Puget Sound. Oh, yeah. Well, James, yeah. you know, my husband, he lost two crab pots, too, and He's, all he had was two crab pots. Yeah. <laughs> so he James was must have torqued. a nice boat. That's good. <laughs> and we yeah. and we have to go out there on a kayak. We don't even get to be, <laughs> like, engine propelled. We that, have to work our butts off to get out there. Oh, man. Not good. Not good. Oh, well. So, yeah. yeah so, so And that's okay. the thing is prop, you know, crime statistics can be a combination of property crime and personal crime. Right, right. And that's another part of the interpretation of that data. I would much rather have to deal with property crime than personal crime. Of course. And, and, but, and, and it's, it's rampant right now. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. um, a co-worker of mine uh, last night had his car broken into mm. and uh you know for Sorry to hear that. you know he lost uh lost a good set of golf clubs he lost a bunch of other stuff he um you know insurance requires that you file a police report yep. and on the on the website for the for the police they have a disclaimer that clearly says they will not be investigating property related crimes so really mm, that's right in the city of Seattle so, wow, because that suck up a lot of their time, I right, guess. Right, it's fairly Well, cyber rampant. crimes are also, you mm, know, an issue, sure. too. So, you know, you have to kind of look at... I, I've had lots of property crime, cars broken into, my house broken into. I've had a couple of houses broken into. I mean, it's mm. just... And in lots of different neighborhoods, lots of different cities. Um, so, you know, what it boils down to... Although I do want to also mention um, something that's probably important for some folks, and I've brought this up with my clients... We have to do a, uh, or sellers, pardon me, have to do a property disclosure form. Mm-hmm. We call it the Form, right. 17. form 17. Yeah, Form mm-hmm. 17 if you're using an MLS form. It's also available in other places like from title companies without that title. But um, that document is all about the house, right, and the environment and the you know, condition. And there is a very large disclaimer on that that says a seller is not required to give information about, uh, you know, any sex offenders. Mm-hmm. Sure. And sure. for that, you know, we always say, you know, there's obviously a lot of now, now there's a lot of information online. So you can go and usually find level three. Uh, I believe in Washington, they now, uh, in a lot of jurisdictions have level two offenders, right, even right. online. I think you're right. Yeah. And if you want even down to a level one, you need to go to the local police office because if there's anyone registered, they have to be lo- locally registered. Got it. So uh, we always make a, and I've I've brought that up with clients before, and they were always a little surprised. It's usually a first time buyer that, that doesn't know that, and we've brought that up when someone's about to write an offer on a place. You know, wife will go home and pull that information up because they've got a small child. You know, they'll be living with them, and uh, one house. In particular, I remember she found 15 within a one-mile radius mm-hmm. of sure. this particular property. And so she went, no way. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not, mm-hmm. you know, like the house is great, but no, there's no way. And because uh, you can find out whether or not those crimes committed are against adults or children. And, right. and, and it just it kind of freaked her out, which I understand. Because if you start looking at those a little too closely, you're going to see, you know, that's pretty well spread out as well, too. Although it can be concentrated in some areas because certain landlords... Right, there's more open policies. You might have a, a group of people living in in a particular house. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And and from a liability standpoint, I mean, you did bring this up. Yes, those are things that 
uh, you know, because that real estate agent is not going to live in that house. And so right. you just can't 100% rely on one other person. No, that's right. For this information. It's too important. You got to be careful. Yeah. Well, uh, you know what, what uh, I was just kind of thinking about that. We, we have, um, uh, you know, we have crime like that. Then there's also areas where maybe just to drive around is going to give you some information. I have mm-hmm. a customer that was, uh, made an offer on a home and he actually started talking to the neighbors mm-hmm. and he talked, he talked to a next door neighbor and the next door neighbor said, see that park across the street. And he's like, yeah, he goes, it's drug dealer central. You know, there's all this stuff oh, going geez. on in there. There's needles over there. We try and pick things up. And, uh, and, and my, my customer, you know, got extremely nervous about that and ended up, you know, passing on that home. He failed yeah. it based on his, uh, his uh, inspection contingency, neighborhood review, I guess, basically. So uh, it was something that, yeah, it, it frightened him to the point that he's like, I don't want to, I don't want to live in this area if this is going to mm-hmm. be a problem. So I think, uh, you know, you bring up a good point because a neighborhood review is actually a separate part mm-hmm. of the inspection. Right. And a lot of people don't check that box. Yeah. So this so. is something you can do to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if, if of course, um, these days it's such a competitive market. There's so much competition for every good listing that comes on the market mm-hmm. uh, that we have people that are, you know, not doing any contingencies because. Um, yeah. When you when you waive all your due diligence, I mean, my gosh, you're stuck with whatever. Yeah. You yeah. just went. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happens next. That's right. Not that's so right. good. Yeah, that's that's not 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 good at all. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I I know I had a, a place recently that was actually it's populated by a lot of police officers, but I'm also sure. on their Facebook page. Oh, there you for go. their community. Well, no. What's really funny is how many times. How many times I see things getting stolen out of the neighborhood? Oh no! I hope <laughs> no it. I'm sure it. it wasn't any of the officers involved in in that. So no, no. When we come back, we're going to be talking about more about real estate taboos. This is Open House with Team Reba on 1300 Business Radio KKOL. Stay tuned. Got a question? Call it in 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. All right. Well, welcome back. I'm Reba Hass. And I'm Eric Osnes. And this is Open House with Team Reba. So we finished before the break talking a little bit about uh, crime issues and things of that nature. And then, of course, during the break, you and I were just chatting. I was telling you that uh, my bank, I sent them a message yesterday about some upcoming travel I have. Mm -hmm. And they sent me an email back saying, oh, well, we need to have you call our fraud department because there's this activity and we've been trying to reach you. I call them, and I learn that someone in Panama is trying to use my debit card to book an airline ticket. And then I ask, well, how long ago did they do this if you're trying to reach me? And they said on the 28th of last month. And I went, uh, um, kind of taking their time getting around to that. I know. I know. I'm like, wait a minute. I had to contact you about three upcoming trips I have. Yeah. And that's when I find out that this oh, happened. Man. So now yeah. they're like, oh, we want to cut your card off, and we want to do. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like oh, you wait a heavens. minute until yeah. I sort no, something no, no, else no. out because that's yeah, it's a lot of hassle well, that our, you just brought up. That's oh yeah. Before <laughs> we forget here, uh, you can reach us toll free today eight six six seven one two thirteen hundred. On Business Radio 1300, you can also tw- tweet us at Team Reba, or you can email me directly, eric at ericismybanker.com. So 
uh, call us with your questions or tweet us with your with your questions. We'll be happy to answer them. And also, if you have something during the week, a burning finance or real estate question that yes. you that uh, you really want to know, send us a message. We'll be sure and talk about it on the following week. All right, Reba. So, what else are you not allowed to talk about? Oh goodness. Um, well, things. That, sometimes it's not just what we talk about; it's the language used mm-hmm. in listing properties. The do's and don'ts. Yes. And all that. Some yes. those, some really surprise me. Like, uh, let's. I'm going to be real controversial here. I'll throw out some terms oh, to you. Oh, please do. Family room. Uh, well. That's actually listed in the MLS as a definitive term. So it's that's not... acceptable now, really. Well, I tried to run an ad once, and I was uh, not yeah, allowed it, to use the it word depends. family. It depends. Well, it depends on the context, right? Mm. So we have in the MLS, at least our local Northwest Multiple Listing Service, the room descriptions include family room because mm-hmm. there's great room, family room living room, you know, because those are considered sometimes different types of spaces. One is more, a living room might be considered more formal than the family room. Got it. uh, And it's not considered a bonus room because maybe you have a living and a family, but yet still also a bonus room. So they're trying to find all these descriptive terms, right? Playbook. Yeah. But what I can't use family in is let's say I'm describing a house and I say, great for families. Mm -hmm. Schmeck. Yep. Not You've just offended okay. everyone who doesn't have a family. Well, yeah, you're not supposed to talk about familial status. Right. Because someone who's single. That would be a fair housing maybe, issue. It's a fair housing issue, yep. absolutely. Uh, sure. And actually in uh, city of Seattle, Washington State, and King County, you know, there's all these different, you know, protected groups and That's whatnot. Right. So uh, there's a lot of things you can't, can't – uh, well, the one that always I, I still have to f- force myself to be uh, uh, correct on it is uh, accessory dwelling unit, which we oh, always yes. call a, a mother-in-law a mother-in-law. unit, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it's it's funny because we get so tied up in some of our own language sometimes that I'll say, oh, oh this with an ADU instead right. of MIL, and people are like, I'm I'm sorry, what? Oh, I, you know, because yeah. it getting that out of the public consciousness is is a tougher thing to do right that's right so yeah accessory dwelling unit aka adu right um that's the same thing as a mil aka mother-in-law unit yeah so we can't use mil anymore got it and uh another one that uh many people are surprised is you can't say this house is uh it's walkable to nearby parks grocery Things really? of that nature. Yeah, that's uh, when I use walk score. Yeah. I can say walk score of I see. 95 yeah. or 78 or whatever it is because that's it. a website. Okay. Yeah. But the the idea of saying something's walkable, well, not everybody can walk. Right. Sure. So that's, okay. that's another that. one that's a, a little bit of a surprise. Yeah. And uh, I have to admit, we... In our industry, we have to do a lot of self-policing. People don't know this. And in our multiple, there's a, uh, a little blue whistle icon. So when you're looking at listings uh, within oh, you the can, database. you can rat out someone? You can rat people out. I oh do it God. all the time. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I, I'm, I'm a proud whistleblower. 
<laughs> of sorts. Oh, that's funny. Well, you know, because I was you your know, realtors are so catty. I gotta say, it's well, it depends funny. on how egregious someone is with the oh, issue. Sure, sure. I mean, there's some stuff where it's like, dude, you, yeah. you should know better. Like that's just blatantly out there. Like you can't do that. But a lot of times, what I will do is I will I'll call the agent first. Sure. And if they cop so, an attitude with me, I'm like, oh, yeah. fine. Okay. That's little, a finable offense. That there little, you go. I'll just send it in. Off you go. Yeah. So I, I know one agent that actually makes fun of the photos that some realtors put in the multiple. Where I know, do all the time. They're, they're too lazy to even get out of their car. There was one I saw I the other saw day. One the other day, his headlights in yeah. the dark were on the house. It's one picture too, and I'm like, what? Oh, I saw one that was sideways. You had to like. Oh yeah, flip, I had to stand on yeah. my head to to, to oh, actually look at the picture. Oh look, that was doing cartwheels while taking pictures, <laughs> and you could tell by all the rest of the blurry photos right. that just went by. Like, what in the world were you thinking? Oh, that's kind of scary. <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's going to be all types out there. So, so, so I'll yeah. throw out there, anyone listening, if you're thinking about selling your house at all, can, please, 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 I don't care who you're working with. When you get done having your house put on market, make your agent send you your listing. You'd be amazed that one little mm, step that sure. a seller misses. Yeah. Because if they actually saw what their house looked like on the internet, they'd probably be horrified. Right. Or, or, or the write-up about it yeah. you know, as well. Oh, there's, t- yeah. there's tons of misspellings. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I first got in the industry and they were saying, you know, be careful what you type in the marketing remarks. Because we only have 500 characters that right. we can use. Yeah. It's just barely better than Twitter. You right? have to be concise. Five hundred, Yeah, you have to be concise. And if I see dinning room again, I'm just going to scream like, ah, <laughs> oh, learn how to spell it. But um, the one that our instructor, when I did my licensing, said, please make sure you know how to spell the word deck properly. Because... On occasion, you see people going on about the wonderful, large... Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, outdoor <laughs> area to entertain. Sure. And you're like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Wow. You, spell check before you hit yeah. send. I'm definitely not buying that house. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's all kinds of words that we are restricted from saying in the language of listings. It's worth it, you know, because we'll ask our clients sometimes to... You know, give us some feedback about the house. Like, what do you love about it that we think that another buyer would love about the house, too? Like, you know, you've lived here. You've experienced it. There's a reason why you love this place. Tell us what that is. And sometimes the things they tell us, we're like, oh, we can't say that. But we can say this. And so we'll, you know, make sure that they understand why we're doing things a certain way and and the rules we have to follow type of thing. Got it. But, uh, yeah, that's part of it. So, um I'm going to bring up uh, one of the taboos, though, that we discussed just briefly in last week's show. Or, uh, no, two weeks ago, I think it was, mm-hmm. when uh, your buddy Andy called in and was making a joke about the salmon. Oh, doing br- Doing right. bribes for these multiple offer situations. Right, yeah. Like, how, how can I get... <laughs> I think we had someone actually, well, who do I, how do I bribe someone from Ballard uh, to accept my offer? Exactly. I think we did agree on salmon would be a good one. No, you said lutefisk. Oh, I said lutefisk. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he wanted to know what kind of salmon. You said, no, lutefisk. Um, But that brought up the point of there's other taboos around. You can't do certain things uh, outside of closing. You know, buyers and sellers cannot collude And the agents involved cannot collude for outside agreements. That's right. right? 
And talk about how that impacts from the lending side. Well, it can impact it significantly because uh, there's actually disclosures that are signed at closing that state there are no outside agreements, mm-hmm. you know, apart from the from the real estate contract. Right. And you had a great example of one that was not a violation. I actually had a conversation mm. with a couple of other agents the oh, other the night. Yeah, and yeah. I said something about, you know, those Seahawk tickets. Yeah, that was legit. And they were like, oh, no. And I'm like, no, 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 it was in the contract. Yeah, we had an actually a seller uh, who knew that the buyer worked for uh, the Seahawks, and part of the condition was that the uh, seller shall be provided with 50-yard line tickets for opening day. That's and, a lucky and dude. It was, uh, you know, that, that the deal went through. We we documented it. Off we went. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and, you know, people forget sometimes, too, because uh, – some folks are like, wait, how can you do that? You can buy a house. You know, if you if you don't have um, a loan involved, right? You could buy a house for a, sure. a myriad of other things. I All mean, kinds if you of had, different yeah, things. Yeah, if you had yeah. diamonds that you wanted to exchange That's right. for a house, you could do that. You could. You could. You know, you gold doubloons. You know, we actually had a horse used as a portion of a down payment once. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. That was quite a few years ago, but we had to document the value of that animal and, and that was part of it. There's the, like a, a pet appraiser? <laughs> we pretty much did. Yes. I, we, I could see if it's yeah. a, and, and, and I mean, we, you know, we do if that. it's a high dollar horse oh, or sure. a race horse. And that's what it was. It was, um, what are the something? dancing ones? I forget what they're called now. The, um, oh, anyway. oh yeah, I know. It'll okay. come, it'll come back yeah, to me yeah, here, yeah. but, but yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely something that can be done. We've, um, seen, uh, you know, in, um, in the lending world, if, if any assets used for a transaction, we have to document the value and document the paper trail. Yeah. Call it CSI Fannie Mae here. Right. You know, and, and we see that with cars. A lot of times someone sells a classic car. Well, we have to document what was it worth and get oh, the bill right, of sale yeah. and get the copy of the, the check and yeah. show the money being deposited and all of that. So, yeah. Well, my yeah. old mentor in the industry uh, in Florida, he and another fella, they swapped houses. Oh sure, they you just totally they, they had to have yeah. them both appraised. They had to be at equal value, and then whoop, absolutely swap the deeds. Yeah. There you go, absolutely. It was so, a very interesting transaction. So, well, well, there you go, there you go. Well, and and um, kind of along the along that line, um, you know, there's uh, lots of yeah, I mean, lots of creative things that you can do. Um, there's some things that you can't do along that same mm-hmm. sort of topic. Okay, yeah, something anything that's illegal, for instance. You know, um, you mean like swapping drugs? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> right. Things like that. We struggle with, um, with from a lending standpoint, um, any cash use if there's financing involved. Oh, right. We, okay. we have to, to track the, the source of the Right, because there can't be funds. money laundering going on. Exactly. Right? There's there's federal laws. There's also mm-hmm. the Anti-Terrorism Act. Yep. Um, there's Anti-Money Laundering Act. Uh, that uh, that requires a, if again if a lender is involved that we have to document an acceptable source, you know, for the funds that are being used. Yeah, that's you know that's usually a big surprise to some buyers because they think, oh well, what if it's a gift or what if it's that? And sure. They, and they don't realize. Oh, if we can document the source, we're fine. You know, but uh, we got to be careful about that. When we come back, more of real estate taboos on Business Radio thirteen hundred KKOL. If you'd like to call into the show, now's your chance. It's 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. This is Eric Osnes. And I'm Reba Hass. And we're talking about taboos in real estate. Call us with your questions. You can reach us toll-free at 866-712-1300. Tweet us at Team Reba. 
or email me at eric at ericismybanker.com. Hey, Reba, I was yes. just thinking about, you know, we were talking about crime and all that earlier mm-hmm. in the earlier in the show. Um, so I'm walking downtown Seattle and I was I just got out of a meeting and I like a lot of people. I had my head down. I'm kind of looking at my phone mm-hmm. and boom, I bump into a guy and he's carrying a pizza and the pizza goes flying. Oh, no. And this guy looks at me and he goes, oh, man, he goes, I'm. I don't have a job that was going to feed my family. You know, you Seriously? just, you just, you just ruined my day. And I felt bad. I'm like, Oh man, well, I'm really sorry. You know, here's, here's 10 bucks, you know, go get another pizza. So he's like, thanks. And so then I, I get, I get back to my office and I was telling one of my buddies, I was like, man, I just bumped this guy and you know, pizza flew. I told him the story. Yeah. He starts laughing he oh, says, no. Does this guy do it all the time? That guy got me for 20 bucks yesterday. Oh, God. <laughs> so what? What a brilliant scam. But uh, what's he do? Like hang out at some pizza place he, and get one probably they throw the away? same pizza. Yeah, I imagine he's dropped that thing, you know, eight or nine times, in, you know, in a, in a given day. <laughs> so it was a pretty good one. He just waits for somebody who's not paying attention. And you know, well, there's a whole lot of those out I there. I know. Isn't that the, isn't that the <laughs> truth? But. Uh, Oh, well. I hate to admit I do it, too. Yeah, you know, I but. mean, um, you know, when we're looking at neighborhoods, it kind of got me thinking as you, as you exit on every, uh, you know, freeway off-ramp and things like that. There's, uh, you know, you get the folks that are, oh, are yeah. panhandling and, and all of that. Um, right. Yeah. Usually there's one where I get off at Dearborn on my way here to the yeah. station, and he wasn't there today, so I don't know what was going on. It might be a topic for another show, but my brother has a brilliant idea about, about that, you know, to oh, essentially no. solve that problem is uh, on all the freeway on-ramps and off-ramps, we set up kiosks. And uh, and where the panhandlers, you can actually rent them. So they'll you can you know put them in your car, and then you can drive in the carpool lane. So and then you just drop them off at another oh, off-ramp at, at the kiosk. <laughs> you know, and then they can turn around and repeat the process. Oh, no. We have a – it's all thought out. We have a formal business plan for this. You know, it's a, elaborate and – well, you know, since they uh, just implemented the express toll lanes on 405 I, on September 27. Of which, that's right. I, is, is, seriously, is that where you just brought this up? You saw I brought this card in I here to talk about I was looking at that. About. Yeah, yeah. I, I like my idea better. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Forget the good to go pass. Just right. go find yourself a guy Rent who's a got hobo. some time on his hands. Yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, my yeah. gosh. You're yeah. killing me. Yeah, well. You're killing me here. I think that might be taboo to some. I'm not sure. Okay. I, I, I feel so dirty I, right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> oh, man. But this 405 is working working pretty good, right? I don't know. I, I haven't. Uh, the, re, the reports I've heard, I'm talking about the good to go pass, yeah. not my, my rent a okay. uh, homeless person <laughs> uh, business plan. Uh, you know, I haven't really noticed yet. Yeah, the um, you know from from the feedback I've seen and what I've read, it's it's working fairly well. They're saying accidents are way up, thirty five percent. What? From- yeah, I don't know. It's apparently confusing. Um, you know, there's a double 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 lines. You know, you're not supposed to cross those. People get confused about that. I'm not quite sure. And then why. what? Jerk their car one way or the other when they realize, oh, yeah, I'm not supposed uh, to do apparently. that. Apparently. And the other Is that because they're still not looking when they change lanes? Yeah, I believe so. And can I just make a public service announcement about Oh, no, you're going to say something about Prius, aren't you? Well, <laughs> we'll I knew we'll this say, was eventually going to we'll, show we'll, up we'll on save, this show. We'll save that for another show. <clears throat> but, but just because you can drive in that lane doesn't mean that you should be holding up traffic. 
Oh, so if yeah. you're driving slower than everyone, uh, basically, if you look in front of you and you see miles and miles of clear lane and you look behind <laughs> you and you see that miles M, and miles, of all backup. you see in your mirror is the M from the GMC logo of probably, you know, the, the truck your driving car. behind you. Guess what? You're holding up traffic. Get over. Please just get over. I want to pass a law. Well, speaking of Priuses, that we, oh, no. we, by law, make the front right tire smaller in diameter than the front left tire. That way those cars will pull to the right and stay out of the left lane. You're going to get us some callers because some people are going to get yeah. pretty annoyed Sorry, with you too and late start now. calling. Yeah, I'm not giving out the number anymore, <laughs> 866-712-1300. Because so, you want to take those folks on, don't you? I, you want to have I really want to have a dialogue about that discussion. someday because when we're talking about neighborhoods... There's some neighborhoods that are fantastic, but it takes so long to get there. And, and, and we can solve that problem. And it, it starts with that front right tire. <laughs> so that's, um, that's, that's uh, going to be my personal, uh, personal crusade as, as we you go know, through You know, I can't this. drive past a Prius without thinking of you. Yeah. And well, there's a lot of Prius in town. There are. You know, I, so and, 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 my and, husband's going to start getting jealous because I'm constantly all on fairness, the road thinking about you. I know. And in all fairness, distractions with Prius. they're not all bad. They're not all bad. But if you're driving one right now, look in front of you. If there's nobody in front of you, <laughs> look behind you. If there's a stack of cars two miles long behind you, you're part of the problem. So <laughs> so just move over. And, uh, you know, and um, we'll set up a special deal at, at local tire stores to give discounted twi- front right smaller twi- diameter piece. tires or something. Oh, so, my gosh. Um, I'm, we have to come up with a hashtag for you, Eric hates Prius or something like I that. Don't, I don't <laughs> hate them. I'm, I'm giving this advice in a very loving way. It's coming from a, from oh, a, it's so from a good place. It so will, loving. It will reduce uh, road rage and anxiety and angst uh, all, all across the board. So, well, and, and speaking of things that are supposed to try and help. Uh, reduce some of that they do have uh, for anyone who does want to get off you know the road in their own vehicle uh, make sure there are uh, other tools you can find such as there's bus trip planning tools for uh, kingcounty.gov slash metro is okay. one site you can go to or there's community transit.org yep is another one uh, Facebook uh, has a King County Metro Transit page you can go to as well. They have a lot of updates on there. I see a ton of information about any changes in schedules. And then on Twitter, uh, this is actually probably one of the best uh, up-to-date feeds that they've got. There's uh, KC Metro Bus is one of the handles and Kerbit under, underscore CT, although I'm not sure what that's all about. That community like Transit, oh, probably Snohomish County. I was going to say, of course, I look at states, and I'm thinking, sure. Connecticut, what? <laughs> so Community Transit. So Kerbit underscore CT is another one of Got those. It. Excellent. And yeah. one of my favorite apps on my phone is Waze, W-A-Z-E, which has uh, been purchased by Google. But they have a navigation feature that will direct you off of the crowded Credit thoroughfares. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I just, I still think it looks like a video game. Oh, it I've does. tried it. It yeah. looks well, goofy. But it works so good. Yeah. Well, you're goofy. Yeah. It's goofy. I guess it's a match made in heaven. There you go. It's, uh, <laughs> it's the cartoon world that I live in. <laughs> That's right. 
so that's all that's all good. Hey, tell us uh, you you've got some stats about some neighborhoods here too while we're at it. Yeah, yeah, I definitely want to make sure we get some uh, good details of what's going on in some of the cities uh, around the area. So just the other day, I was running some reports in our MLS, and I was pulling up median house prices. Yeah, and um, you know, I happen to live down in the Renton area. And so we're we're median price around four and a quarter right now. But I thought, well, okay. Besides just here, because I'm I'm getting those stats together by the way, because there's the Rent and Business Expo coming up right. that we're both going to attend, which October is 22nd. which is October twenty second. Yep, October twenty second. And so I was pulling some of those stats because we're going to be able to talk about them at that function. But um, I started thinking about, well, let's look at Seattle and King County and uh, Bellevue. Uh, Bellevue was one of the highest ones that I pulled of just my general searches. And as of September 2015, the median home price in Bellevue, now this is based on a three-bedroom, 1.75 or more bath, this three-plus yeah, on each of yeah. these, 1,500-square-foot uh, or larger single-family home. Uh, the median price right now in Bellevue is $845,453. Holy shnikes. Yeah, wow. Schneikies is right. Wow. That would be correct. So yeah. uh, that, in your world, probably means a jumbo loan It land sure does. For yeah. that, right? Well, the magic number is $517,500 mm-hmm. for a loan amount. If you're above that, we're jumbo. Well, let's talk about the Seattle median price then, mm. too, because in September, uh, they were up uh, to their highest in a really long time. Um, in fact, I think this is the highest they've hit. It is six hundred sixty-three thousand four hundred fifty. Wow! For Seattle, so that's you know pretty intense. Yeah, there's still some affordable things out there, but mm-hmm. but my gosh, that's that's way up there. Yeah, well, King County in general was at five sixty-five. Wow! What a what a city we live in. What an area we live in. We'd like to thank you for joining us this week on Open House with Team Reba, and uh, hope you're going to join us in, in the weeks to come. Be sure and, and tweet us at Reba, excuse me, Team Reba yep. on Twitter. Email me at eric at ericismybanker.com. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Thank Facebook. You for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash Max Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Tuesday at 3 for more Open House with Team Reba here on Business Radio 1300 KKOL. Program sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.